0: Welcome back to the podcast guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 63 and joining me on today's show is James Swanick from Swanick Sleep. And we're going to be discussing about blue light and how this has a serious impact on our sleep and other areas of our health and well-being. In 2015, James co-founded Swanick Sleep with brother Tristan and founded the Alcohol Freedom Formula which produces programs including the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge and Project 90 to help people
1: reduce or quit drinking.
0: Hi James, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you?
1: Well, thank you Darren, thank you for having me.
0: It's uh, yes, yeah, great to, to have you on the show. Um, and so for for people, James, that haven't perhaps um, come across uh, yourself and Swannies before, can you? Um, Give us some background into James Swanick and Swanies.
1: Yeah, well, I grew up in Brisbane, Australia, and, uh, you know, I was a societally acceptable drinker in terms of drinking alcohol. Um, never really got drunk too much. Um, but, you know, my sleep was pretty crappy and my looks were pretty average and I'd put on a few pounds. And then I, I quit drinking in my mid-30s just as a lifestyle choice. And that uh, sent me down a rabbit hole of health and wellness, um, became super focused on optimal sleep and optimal health. And, uh, yeah, in 2015, I I created a a program named the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge, which helps, um, you know, problem drinkers quit alcohol for a time, not necessarily alcoholics. And then I also created a sleep company which produces these Swanee's blue light blocking glasses, they're orange lensed um, glasses, which you wear um, when you're using a computer or a screen. And the orange lens blocks the artificial blue light that's emitted from those screens, which is so devastating to our sleep patterns. Um, So, so yeah, I've helped um, a lot of people uh, improve their sleep, improve their health by quitting drinking and by, Uh, blocking blue light at night uh, with these blue light blocking glasses so they sleep better
0: yeah i mean that's there's some pretty (laughs) significant things there in terms of you know the the drink side of things and we'll dig into that in a moment but the blue light um blocking um glasses and and that kind of i guess the whole kind of sleep health movement seems to have gained a lot of traction in the last couple of years And so why would you say is it now that we are paying more attention to things like blue light um, and sleep and quality of sleep?
1: Well, because our quality of sleep is so crappy in the modern world. So that's why we're paying closer attention to it. Um, People's weight is going up. People's irritation is increasing. um, People's um, poor sleep habits uh, are increasing Uh, we're as unhealthy as we've ever been. Um, There's never been higher levels of cancer, obesity, diabetes. Uh, And even though, you know, yourself and and me and many others have been screaming from the rafters for a number of years now about best practices when it comes to health, there's just still hundreds of millions, billions of people around the world who are just ill-informed or uneducated um, sufficiently enough to know that often the culprits... Include things that we take for granted that we actually think are good for us. So, for example, yeah. <clears throat> there are some ridiculous studies that suggest that drinking alcohol is good for your heart health. <laughs> uh, right, it, it's preposterous, you yeah. know. Like, um, so look. Uh, when you, when you do research or you do your own investigation, you start to realize that everything you have learned, you now need to unlearn. Yeah. And that includes things like oh, a glass of wine at the end of the night helps you relax at the end of the day and helps you sleep better. Yeah. Rubbish. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. Alcohol has been shown to compromise your sleep. And when you don't spend as long in that deep restorative phase of sleep, you wake up irritable. Yeah. Not even, you don't even have to wake up hungover. You're just, you're just irritable because you didn't sleep the way that nature intended you to sleep. Absolutely. And then all of society is like, hey, get a Netflix account for $7 a month. It's super cheap and you can get a million TV shows and movies. And that's great. I mean, look, I watch, I have a Netflix account and I watch it, but I'm watching it. Very sparingly, and when I do, I'm wearing a pair of blue light blocking glasses that block that artificial blue light because I know that staring into my screen at the end of the night and watching Netflix is going to stimulate my pituitary and pineal glands, which is going to suppress my melatonin production, which means I'm not going to fall asleep quickly or sleep deeply or wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. So, yeah, once you start to peel back the layers and, and see what the truth is, it becomes frightening
0: yeah it is isn't it and and i think the other thing you know particularly from the alcohol side of things well actually it's it's not just alcohol it's it's sleep deprivation in general you know that has a a real knock-on effect for how we unconsciously go throughout our day and what i mean by that is that when you are feeling slightly tired or slightly fatigued yes it affects your mood but the other side of it is that you will your body will be naturally craving stimulants. So you will be going towards caffeine, you'll be going towards sugary snacks and things like that to give you the boost to kind of get you throughout the day. So, you know, th- there's there's some fantastic books out there on why we sleep. And um, yeah, I think the, the to touch on your point about the, the red wine on the alcohol, yes, it might enable you to go to sleep but um, it won't give you, like you say, that restorative sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone can sleep. I know people who say they drink a cup of coffee before they go to sleep and it helps them fall asleep (laughs) at night. And I go, okay, that's great. It helps you fall asleep or you fall asleep just fine. But there is no way in the modern universe that we occupy that that stimulant of coffee is not going to compromise your sleep. I mean, do your own research. Mm. I would suggest maybe even trying, getting an aura ring, wearing it on, on your finger, going to sleep, tracking your sleep quality. One night, yep. have a glass of coffee like you, or a cup of coffee every night you do, track your sleep quality. How long do you stay in that deep REM restorative phase? Next night, mm. don't have a cup of coffee and then and track your sleep and see whether it improves any. Um, yep. You know, what gets measured gets gained or, or or, you know, tracking is everything, but don't just take my word for it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I've started to use an aura ring and it's, it's quite insightful as to the various different stages of sleep that you go through. Um, so yeah, I'd highly recommend that. So you, you touched a little bit on it there, James, in terms of the science behind the blue light blocking glasses. Um, we as a family now have swannies uh, and we wear them at night. Um, and I personally have noticed that it puts me into a much more sleepier state before I actually go to bed. Um, but just, just kind of delve in a little bit to the science behind it, because a lot of people, when they first see these glasses and they first see you wearing them, they're like, Whoa, this is, this is a bit strange. This is not normal. What, what's, what's all this about?
1: Well, first of all, let me just say what's a bit strange and what's not normal is standing Mm -hmm. or sitting down three feet from a massive screen that's blasting blue light into your eyes. Mm -hmm. And you knowingly and willingly allowing that to happen and so compromising your sleep, waking up irritable, snapping at your wife or your husband or your kids, being late for work because you're tired, being a 6 out of 10 in productivity and efficiency because you're tired and because you're not focused and and eating and overcompensating by eating sugary foods and then, you know, numbing yourself from the long, exhausting day with a glass of wine at the end of the day and then sitting down in front of the sofa and staring at a big screen again. So yeah. when you say I don't e- I don't even know what you mean when you say oh a lot of people see people wearing blue light blocking glasses and they say it's a bit strange it's a bit weird. Yeah. It's actually it's actually perfectly normal and logical. It it makes perfect sense because look, here's the thing. Do you need to wear a pair of blue light blocking glasses to sleep the way nature intended you? No. All you got to do is just live your life by candlelight and never turn on an electronic electronic, artificial light ever again. So that means yep. never drive your car at night, never look into the speedometer, don't have a microwave light, a refrigerator light, a bathroom light, a kitchen light, an alarm clock light. Don't use traffic lights. Don't uh, use street lights. Basically just go back 100 uh, and something years before Edison mass produced the light bulb and have gas lanterns and uh, backyard fires and live your life by candlelight. That is the most effective way for you to sleep. Yeah. Because flame, natural flame, does not compromise your um, melatonin production, as opposed to artificial light today, which does compromise your melatonin production because it stimulates your pituitary and pineal gland, which suppresses melatonin. Okay. So So all the people who think wearing blue light blocking glasses is weird and strange... Okay. Go, <laughs> yeah. And, exactly. Go, go and live. You like, go and light a, a kerosene lantern and 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 buy a bunch of candles and just live by candlelight because because that's your option. That's that's the only option. Mm. Yeah. Or do the next best thing, which is wear a pair of blue light blocking glasses with the orange lens, block out that crappy light, and sleep the way nature intended you to sleep. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's. When you, when you explain it like that, it sounds simple and logical, but it's, I think the point I was trying to make is that, you know, when you step away from what's perceived to be inverted commas, a social norm, you know, it's, it's different, isn't it? And people don't like change and it's the chat. It's only the, the change that you need to make, which is going to start to improve your life or improve things. Like the same thing as like, like health and fitness, right? So, you know, it is that kind of making that decision personally to change, but we are so indoctrinated by society and following what is perceived to be a social norm that people question, well, people question and are negative towards any kind of, positive change until until they kind of really understand it and, and what the the place i'm trying to go with this is why do you think something like you know the way you just explained it there is very simple basic and logical why do you think that society and the health systems are not trying to educate us in this type of way of
1: living well there's no money compared there's no money in prevention mm-hmm Right, like there's, compared to the money that big pharma and can make from just, you know, making you feel better from, from existing ailments and sicknesses. Yeah. Right? So everything is aimed at just getting you to buy stuff, wow. right? And most of the stuff that people buy around health is to fix things that are wrong with them. Yeah. Right? You go to a doctor, you pay money. You get antibiotics, you pay for the antibiotics. You get prescription drugs, you pay for the prescription drugs. You go to the pharmacy, you get to Advil to, to, to fix your headache. Yeah. Right? You go, like, like we don't tend to act until something's terribly wrong. Right. Right? Like, we're sick, we've been hit by a car, we're, like, we're overweight, we've got to now we've got to go on a diet, we've got to do all these kind of things, right? That's where all the money is. That's where all the money in all of these companies is, right? Yeah. But, like, doing something simple. Like drinking clean water and eating healthy food, making sure that it's organic food. Yeah, and and like that's a big business, but it's nothing. It's a nothing business. It's a piddly little business compared to, um, you know, repairing the damage that's already been done to your body. Yeah. Right. So, you know, someone said something kind of cool cool to me earlier today, which I which I wrote down, which I really like. And and it was about advertising on television. You know, you see, if you turn on the TV these days, a lot of the ads um, are for products that are just not good for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and she and her her phrase was, "If it's advertised on TV, it's probably not good for me." Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that a lot. If it's advertised on TV, it's probably not good for me. And you think about it, like even even the um, the the, dr- the drug commercials, like the you know, like uh, for cold and flu tablets, and then they've got um, you know erectile dysfunction commercials on TV, sometimes yeah. on cable TV, and and then you know that's interspersed with all of this crap that society's trying to sell you, like luxury cars and yeah. Wiser and beer, and it's just it's just crap. It's like yeah you know, we're bombarded with that. And we believe it's true because, because, you know, that's what we let into uh, into our, into our brains. Yeah.
0: It's, it's really interesting. You've just said that funnily enough, because when I'm training on my bike, I listen to Spotify and, and um, I'm a bit tight and don't want to pay for the paid version of Spotify. And so I have the free version, which obviously has ads and, the interesting thing is what you've just said there is around how we are advertised bad stuff, but it's framed as it's good for us. And once you have that perspective, once you've kind of, I guess, had, I don't know, a wake up or a lens removed, whatever, you know, for example, there's, there's a, a frequently run ad on there for heartburn tablets and it's advertising basically to eat but poorly and eat badly But by basically taking these tablets, you can carry on eating your highly processed inflammatory fat foods and and have your bad coffees and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, when you when you really understand it, it is kind of how how is that allowed to to go on? Um, Because, you know, you're completely opposite ends to what governments are perceiving, you know, we should be doing in terms of health and paying attention to our health yet, you know they're allowing all of these ads to be driven, which is basically making people unhealthy. So I think, yeah, that's 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 really interesting. I think that's a, a really good um really good point made. So in terms of um blue light blocking and uh, a Swanish James you you've also got a, a kid's range, my two boys boys wear them. In terms of blue light throughout the day, obviously you know we're aware that we're getting this from screens but what are the other um issues with light in general during the day and why would you wear kind of they're not as as strong are they but they're they're kind of filtering glasses throughout the day
1: yeah so we produce two types of glasses one of them has a very orange lens and the other one has more of an amber almost clear lens yeah so uh if sleep is your goal like if the best night's sleep is your goal then you want to wear the orange lens glasses at night time um, if you wear the amber or the clear lens glasses at nighttime it's not going to block enough of the blue light um, that's responsible for messing with your melatonin production. So uh, just like I said, most of advertising on TV is probably not good for you. Um, Any blue light blocking company that claims that their clear lensed or amber or yellow lensed blue light blocking glasses will help you sleep better. It's just not true in the known universe that we occupy. Don't just believe me. Do your own research. Um, You should question everything. Question everything, including me. Question me. Do your own independent research of what I'm just saying. Don't just trust what I'm saying because I have my own blue light blocking glasses company. Do your own research, right? But what you will discover is that there are dozens of blue light blocking glasses companies that claim that their glasses help you sleep better and they're they're producing and selling clear lensed or yellow lens glasses. They just can't block enough of that blue light that messes with your melatonin. Right. Um, so you want to wear those orange lens glasses at nighttime. now you can also wear the orange lens glasses during the daytime when you're on a computer because they do block uh, a lot of the blue light the only issue that some people have is that they don't want to be living in that kind of orange color eight hours a day on their screens right um mm-hmm. so in that case what you can do is you can wear a, a clear lensed pair of blue light blocking glasses during the daytime what would be more accurate a term is their blue filtering glasses rather than blue blocking glasses. They filter a lot of the blue light. So they block a lot of it, but not all of it. Um, um, and that will stop you or prevent you from uh, getting a uh, digital eye strain and macular de- degeneration and, and losing your focus and being foggy and tired. Because if you're standing only like a foot or two from a screen all day or sitting down, then that blue light is just blasting your eyes right? It's just Mm. eight hours a day. Um, So you want to wear, so you've got two choices in the daytime, wear the clear lens glasses to filter the blue light. And and ironically, you know, wearing those daytime clear lens glasses in the daytime, they're actually going to give you more clarity and more focus and more energy because it's not going to tire you out so much. And then at nighttime, you switch to the orange lens glasses, which blocks all of the nasty blue light, which messes with your sleep. So yeah. using them in tandem is is certainly a productive and, and healthy way of, of um, you know improving your overall focus, energy, and sleep quality. Yeah. Okay.
0: That 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 makes sense. And I think yeah, you make an, another good, important point around you know do your own research, have a have a look at you know why this all affects our sleep, why blue light is bad for us, and what it does and what it doesn't do. So I think yeah, that's um that's a great point. So James. Other than the the blue light blocking glasses, is there is there anything else that swannies is working on in terms of um, products?
1: Yeah, we're just about to launch. In fact, we've already launched them, I should say. Um, uh, a yellow light bulb which has stripped away all of the artificial uh, blue light, and it's it's okay. blocked, it blocks ninety nine percent of the blue light. So you. Would take these light bulbs, replace them in your home, and it would produce this nice, very calming kind of orangey, yellowy feel um, to it. So, uh, if if indeed at nighttime you used to read with a bedside lamp with a normal light, you could take out that light bulb and put in the Swanee's um, light bulb, which is, uh, removes removed right. almost all of that artificial blue light. Um, same thing. Put it in your kitchen. Put it in your in your bathroom. Um, It's a very calming, very uh, soothing kind of uh, ambiance that it creates Uh, rather than these nasty kind of overhead artificial bright white lights just, you know, tricking our bodies and brain into thinking that it's daytime. We can put on these nice, you know, um, light bulbs that have blocked most of the blue light and we start to unconsciously and and consciously start to prepare for sleep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, that sounds awesome. So so they're, they're, they've been launched already and they're available now on the
1: website? Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they're called um, Better Nights. So they're, they're, it's called the Better Nights Light Bulb. They're anti-blue light LED bulbs for better sleep. And uh, okay. you can use them in bedside lamps or bathroom light, children's night light, you know, middle yeah. of the night bathroom bathroom trips. Um, right. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Sounds cool. We'll check those out. So, James, what what would you say uh, in terms of a good sleep hygiene plan? Um, obviously, blue light blocking glasses are, are just one element of that. But have you have you got a, a hygiene plan, a routine that you follow, and what five actions would you recommend that um, some dads can take actually to to improve their sleep?
1: Yeah. So, the gold standard really is um, get as much natural sunlight as possible in the morning and block as much artificial. Uh, light as possible in the evening so our skin has receptors on it and when the sunlight hits our skin it tells our body's internal clock which is named our circadian rhythm that it's daytime and so we our body starts to flood with daytime and wake up hormones most dads and most you know people today wake up and they stay indoors for up to a couple of hours before they even go outside and get natural sunlight some people don't even leave the home at all which is crazy yeah so uh first five ten minutes use the bathroom, go outside, stand, stand in the sun for five minutes, stand by a window. If you're drinking a morning tea or even if you're having a coffee or whatever your, your morning routine is, then just stand by a, a window and let the light come in and, and hit your skin or go outside because that will help you sleep later on at night. Um, right. Obviously, we've talked about blocking blue light at night time. That's important. In between that, they've done studies that show that morning exercise helps you sleep better Um more so than uh, evening exercise. I think it's because of two reasons. Um, one is people who exercise in the morning tend to do it more consistently, which means they're healthier in general and healthier in general people tend to sleep better. And the second reason is is that we want our core body temperature to remain nice and cool uh, because optimal sleep comes from having a core envi- a cool environment and a cool body temperature. And the closer to bedtime you exercise the harder it's going to be to get that core body temperature down uh, to, a, to yeah. a level that's conducive for a great night's sleep. Um, no caffeine um, within eight hours of wanting to sleep. Uh, c- uh, caffeine is a stimulant. It takes eight hours for the stimulant to get out of your system. Even if you swear on your mother's life that uh, <laughs> you can have a cappuccino uh, for dessert and fall asleep just fine, the quality of your sleep is not going to be just fine. Um, No alcohol uh, within three hours of going to sleep. I would just recommend just don't drink alcohol at all, but no, not within three hours of sleep because if you do have a glass of alcohol within three hours of sleep, then your liver and your body is going to be working to try and get rid of those toxins that you've just poured down your throat. Likewise, um, avoid eating in the last three hours before you want to sleep as well because when you're eating in that three-hour block, your body is then working to digest the food and you don't want your body to work. During the night, you right. want it to rest and relax. So if you're planning on going to sleep at 10, have your last mouthful of food at 7. If you, if you go to sleep a bit earlier at 8, make sure that your last meal is at 5 and so forth. So um, these are pretty simple things. Um, maybe they don't seem simple because, you know, we're very set in our ways. Human beings, are yeah. we're stuck in our ways. But, um, you know, you just got to choose which way you want to be stuck in. I'd much rather be stuck in a healthy way than a, uh, a non-healthy way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I agree. I think it's the change is is the biggest issue for people. You know, you know we, we unconsciously are brought up in certain ways with certain routines and certain habits. And then to change feels difficult, feels awkward, feels uncomfortable. But like you say, you know, if you really have a desire to live a healthy and happier life, then you'll make these changes. But like you also said, James, and that's do your own research and make sure that it's right for you. So, um, yeah, I think there's some, some great points there. Um, but at the top of the, the interview, James, you mentioned about your, your alcohol program. So, so before we wrap it up today, it'd be great if you could, um, give us some insights into the program, what it, how it all works and, and, uh, you know, how people can kind of connect with you on that.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I help mostly over 40 um, men and women who know their drinking is holding them back. I help them to quit alcohol for at least 90 consecutive days. But really it's a lifestyle change. It's getting ultimate power over alcohol. Some people Mm -hmm. who become clients of mine choose to be alcohol free for life. Uh, Other people get to 90 consecutive days alcohol free Mm -hmm. and then from there they return to moderate drinking only but they have complete power over their drinking. Um, yeah. So uh, I have two programs. One of them is more of a baby step, do it yourself. That's the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge. You can go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. Um, the other one is named Project 90. And Project 90 is more of a fundamental coaching program where we're going to rewire your brain around alcohol um, so you are choosing to live the alcohol-free lifestyle as opposed to depriving yourself of alcohol. Um mm. I have a podcast in iTunes and on Spotify. It's named Alcohol Free Lifestyle, uh, the Alcohol Free Lifestyle podcast. So if this if this interests you, you can subscribe to that podcast and listen in. Um, if you're listening to this in the US um, and you're on a, a mobile phone right now, um, I can send you some details if you like. Uh, I can send you a free guide. Just text the word "quit guide." as in one word, quick guide, to the number 44222, and I'll send you that guide. If you're not in the US, don't do that because the number won't work. But if you are in the US, uh, just send the word quick guide to the number 44222. And, um, yeah, like if you're wanting to feel better, lose weight, improve your relationships, uh, stop the, you know, the, the, the endless vicious cycle of drinking at the end of the day, Um you know, reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram at at James Swanick or go to James Um, for more details. Awesome.
0: Sounds fantastic,
1: James. So, um, before
0: I let you go, is there anything that, uh, I didn't ask you that you feel I should have done that would
1: benefit the listeners? Um, I would say, uh, what are the two worst alcoholic drinks you could have? And, uh, Assuming you are about to ask me that question, yeah. uh, they are red wine and beer. Red wine and beer have the most toxins of any alcoholic drink in it. In fact, uh, the drinks that we might think would be the, the, the most potent for us are actually the healthiest, and that's the very clear uh, spirits like um, tequila, for example. Uh, that wow. one of the clear spirits have the least amount of toxins in it. So, um, uh, wow. is that is that due to the high alcoholic content or the way that it's produced? It's the way that it's produced, like red wine, and um, you know, coming from grapes and all of that process. It just creates a lot of toxins. Same with beer, whereas mm-hmm. tequila and those clear spirits like vodka, it's a much more cleaner process and less toxins. So, wow, yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting, very insightful,
0: James. Thank you very much for your time um, on the on the episode today, and obviously, people you can reach out to um, uh, James Swanick, uh, your website address and your socials and there's also um what's the url for the swannies glasses james
1: yeah if you go to swannies.com slash james um and if you use the code james at checkout you can get my friends and family discount uh likewise again if you're in the u.s on a mobile phone you could also just text me the word swannies to the number 44222 and I'll send you a link um, for those as well. Following that, you can just go to com, or you can type in Swannies in Amazon. But if you want to get the friends and family discount, probably best you just go to swannies.com slash James and use that code James at checkout.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks very much again, James, for coming on to the podcast. And I'll look forward to catching up with you again soon.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, Darren.
0: Thanks for listening to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please hit subscribe and I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes and a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.